welcome back to Randomly Generated Conversations. I'm Wesley Sellers, and I'm with my son, Bastian Sellers. Hello. And this is the podcast where we take randomly generated topics, and we discuss them and see where the conversation goes from there. As a reminder, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, as well as Spotify. If you enjoy, please follow, and you'll be notified of any releases. Also, on Spotify... We have polls for each podcast. Please participate in those polls on each episode, as well as give us any feedback. Let us know what you like or any recommendations. All right, and today's topics are, what was the best invention in the last 50 years? If you could bring back one TV show that was canceled, which one would you bring back? Pipes. What's the most underrated or overrated TV shows? And what's your favorite way to get exercise? All right, what was the best invention of the last 50 years? I don't really know. Um, I know there's a lot of different inventions over the last 50 years, though. How about within your lifetime? Within my lifetime? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what came out during my lifetime. Like, (laughs) let's see. Um, Invention-wise... Probably prosthetics. Prosthetics? Because... Prosthetics have been around for a long time. I know. But there's been advancements in it. That's what I mean. Advancements in prosthetics. Okay. Um, I mean, that's definitely cool, especially along the lines of, like, the more roboticized prosthetics and everything. Maybe getting to the point of being able to replace body parts, become more cyborg, right? Yes. Wait. Really? <laughs> no, no, I don't think we should become cyborgs. No, but where it's needed, I think. That's definitely good. Um, it's a field that I want to go into, like, in the future. Well, that'd be really cool. Uh, best invention in the last 50 years. Probably the best, and in my opinion, it's it's led to a lot of progress as well as a lot of degradation is um the internet the world wide web uh connection i mean i'm 40 years old and i remember younger still having to if you wanted to pass files or talk to your friends on the computer you would telnet them and dial them directly computer to computer and they had to be there to answer it through their modem and then even connect to the internet would tie up a phone line and um but yet there was more information out there and then that information database grew and it was nice it made research a little easier it made communication easier especially as that continued to uh improve with um i remember back using aol instant messenger as communication from uh, one person to another or I think there was also like ICQ at the time and then a Yahoo messenger and we used to have to have all these messengers and keep them uh, separate you know as to okay I want to talk to these people on here these people on here these people on here Um, but we didn't have texts and everything at a time so it was definitely a, a step in the right direction however 
you look at where we've come for, hey, this way of communication, and now we're in the age of TikToks and stupidity on videos. And so it led to a lot of good, but then it led to a lot of stupid stuff as well being out it's there and available. True. Um, but can you imagine living a life without the internet? No, not really. A school? How much of your school requires the internet? All of it. Mostly all of it. I have a lot of online assignments and then assignments that are sometimes paper, but you have to submit them online. Well, imagine this. In my elementary, junior high, and high school, I never submitted a single paper online. It was all in paper? It was all paper. Even if I typed it up, I had to print it. I had to physically put paper in a printer, print it off, and then take that no. to class. No. And I couldn't blame it on, oh, well, there's this technological glitch as to why I couldn't get it to you. I blame it on the printer and a printer jam. But usually if I couldn't turn it in, it was due to losing the paper or just being too lazy to do it. I would never admit that. Um, as well as the, the presentations, right? They didn't even use like PowerPoint or anything else for the presentations. When I went to college, that seemed that's all the professors would use was PowerPoint and these, uh, presentations they would make. If they wanted to do some type of visual presentation, they would either write on the chalkboard or they had these little projector things that had this clear sheet that you would write on. And I remember that's how they would do math. You would see a teacher's hand writing on this clear sheet on this light projector that would then make it bigger on the board for us to yeah, see. Yeah, in school, one of my math teachers had one of those and we called it the dinosaur. Had like a little um, photo of a dinosaur that they put. Um, <laughs> they just like drew this photo of like some green T-Rex, put it on there and it was called the dinosaur ever since, since it was an older machine. Did she ever use it still? Yeah, she used it once. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those in years. That um, might be why it's called the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen a dinosaur in years either. I know, ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> All the photos you have. You chilling with the Velociraptors. <sighs> so, in my opinion, I think the World Wide Web, the internet, the connectivity that led to um, even though there was a lot of bad that came with it, there was a lot of good and made a lot of progress in education and everything else. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on prosthetics, though. I look at more at the helping side. I mean, prosthetics, the general idea has been around forever. I mean, you think the videos we see, whether they're real or not, but of pirates that have wooden legs or hook hands. I mean, those are really a type of prosthetic, right? Yeah. Um, but they can do so much more with it. They have legs that can actually bend and function similar to real legs. And um, people are able to run with them. You couldn't really run with a, a wooden leg very well. Mm -mm. Um, Except in the shows, they were like, speedy runners with their wooden legs. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so the next 
topic. If you could bring back one TV show that was canceled, what one would you bring back? Phineas and Ferb. That, that was the funniest and really cool um, TV show that I used to watch. Like, it's one that was technically my childhood, even though I'm pretty sure it was made... Was it made around the same time as, like, as long as I've been? I'm not sure when it was made. I'm pretty sure it was uh, made when you were still a child, not yet a teen. Yeah, like, it was the show that was, like, one of my childhood shows, other than, like, Blue's Clues and stuff like that. Blue's Clues was a good one, too. Uh, Blue's Clues, especially with the original Steve. It took me a while to warm up to Joe, because I remember Blue's Clues when uh, when Steve was the the owner of Blue before uh, Joe. Joe came in. What, was Joe his brother? or Yeah, his brother. Uh, okay. But they were, like, both good, okay? I... I think they're both good on them. You grew up in the age of Joe, so of course you're going to say that. No, I watched a bunch of Steve, though. <laughs> so, I would watch Blue's Clues a lot with my nephews. Um, and so, I really got into it, really got into Steve. I think I even probably asked my parents for a striped green shirt so I could be like Steve. You know, he was my hero. Go, Steve. Even though... You know, it took a thinking chair for him to realize that that three things were what they were when they was very obvious. Um, hmm. So this is this, and this, and this. Hmm. I need the thinking chair. <laughs> I have a butter knife, a jar of peanut butter, and some bread. What is he thinking? He wants to go for a walk? <laughs> <laughs> No, I guess I better go sit on the thinking chair. <laughs> but like his little clipboard, though. Not clipboard. Um, the little notebook. And mm -hmm. the crayon. He'd always have like a green crayon, wasn't it? Uh-huh. <clears throat> always have a green crayon. And sometimes it would be like, like a different color for some reason when he drew. But it was cool because all of that was animated. And so nowadays that's not as big of a deal. I mean, we use a lot of green screen with stuff. Um, you film at locations that you're not actually at with all the green screen. And this was green screen and everything, but it was just so different in that time frame. You had uh, a person interacting with, you know, a, an animated dog and a talking salt and pepper with a baby paprika. I mean, come on. What was their other son? Because he had, like, Paprika, and then there was another kid. I don't know. That probably just gets into Joe's time. I think that's remember in I Joe's. Watch Joe. Yeah. But, like, I don't remember. I think they still have, like, Blue's Clues. So that's not... But I'd bring back Steve. <laughs> bring back Steve? I, I like the Phineas and Ferb. You brought up Phineas and Ferb. Uh, we've watched that a lot. We've still watched it a lot. It. We've seeing all the seasons like four times right probably um uh, i would like more of that that's definitely true well murphy <laughs> um that's a good one the original veggie tales the way it was i know they still have some like veggie tales in the house or whatever the new stuff was 
But I really enjoyed when, I know they weren't really shows, they were movies, but they were short enough to be TV shows. Yeah. Um, but they had the little videos, um, and then they tried to have the different spinoffs with Larry Boy and uh, I forget what the other one was. But I really enjoyed those. And I feel like they don't create them the same way that they used to. So yeah. I would like to bring back the old style VeggieTales if I could. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I really liked the old style VeggieTales. Lord of the Beans. Mm-hmm. He had your silly songs with Larry and those were always pretty good. All right, so pipes. What type of pipes are we talking about here? That was my question. So pipes like we have in the house, and pipes bring me hot water, they bring me cold water, they bring me gas. Well, they bring gas to my appliances. They don't really bring me gas. Um, depends on what I'm cooking. <laughs> <laughs> um, pipes, I mean, they go through cities. It's infrastructure to cities. Or you can think of pipes like you know, smoking a pipe, filling it with tobacco and, um, or, you know, blowing bubbles out of it. I a know. Snarf it's like snarf blat. <laughs> I, um, played Grimsby in a play and we had this fake pipe, like it didn't have anything in it. Anyway, um, it was pretty fun prop. Till you realize that somebody had put at one point some hot cocoa chocolate powder. <laughs> so you accidentally inhaled the chocolate powder before going on stage. And it's like, oh, great. This was a before a dress rehearsal. I inhaled cocoa powder. And I started coughing. And I'm super close to going on. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm going to fail. But that's on you, right? You Actually, knew that they were going to be putting that in there because it had to be ours. blown out. It was a different production, I guess. Somebody put it in there, but we didn't... Like, they didn't use it, I don't think. Okay. But somehow, they... I don't know. It was it was weird. But question. Why are you inhaling through the pipe? It's a problem. I didn't try to. And why, before you go on stage, you're like, oh, I'm just going to try out this pipe right before I go on stage. <laughs> no! <laughs> No, I would blame the person that left the hot cocoa powder in the pipe. I blame you. I blame through the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say in any of the time I've done theater or anything that I've inhaled the prop. I didn't inhale the prop. I inhaled what was inside the prop. There's a difference. So I also blew something and there was like hot cocoa powder everywhere too. <laughs> didn't you guys like either break the pipe or lose the pipe at one point? Well, my friend broke the pipe. I had it in my hand, and they twisted it, and it snapped. And I was like, oh, no. And then they kind of turned it back toward me. Of course. Saying that it was me who broke the pipe. I broke the pipe, and it was my friend that said that it was me, even though they tried to yank it out of my hands and snapped it in half. But it was your prop. It wasn't my fault. But you're responsible for your props. I know. I had it in my hand. 
and it just got yanked and broken, and I said, no, do not grab the bra, yet they still yanked my hand. What did you do about it? I told them that it broke. I didn't say that it was my friend. I just said that it kind of <laughs> broke. The pipe broke. I was smoking it too hard. <laughs> Inhaling the chocolate powder. The chocolate powder. <laughs> so, did you guys get another one? Yeah, um, another one that was, I think, slightly broken, but not like broken. It was because it would not stay on fully, so you'd have to grab the pipe a certain way to make sure it'd stay on. Yeah. So, did that one have anything inside it? Nope. It wasn't like Smarty Dust or something. Fun fact about Smarty Dust, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, was that the only prop that broke on, on that production? I thought I remember hearing about some other broken props. There are a couple different broken props. Um, King Trident's Trident. Um, let's see. There was... Ultimate power. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> there was, I think, the contract at one time, like, ripped a tiny bit. I don't think we used the contract. That could have been the easiest way to end the movie. Oh, contract's ripped up. <laughs> Ariel, you're no longer bound. You're no longer banned. I mean, bound. <laughs> How about the wig? Tell me about this wig you had to wear as Grimsby. Oh! <laughs> the wig. We had this wig that we put it on and the hair would just go everywhere. So they told us a couple minutes after, hey, go spray the heck out of that thing. So we put it on there and we sprayed it. It still went everywhere. We put bobby pins afterward because we're like, you know what? Spraying's not working. Still went everywhere. The wig, like, was destroyed after that production. If we could, me and my friend probably would have, like, burned it and said, like, this wig is no longer useful. And just, boosh, flames everywhere. With all the hairspray in it, what just blew mm -hmm. up in flames, right? <laughs> I think I remember that wig almost falling off your head a couple times. Mm -hmm. There, you had the bobby pins and everything, but... and. I mean, that's pretty surprising, because you kind of have a big head. And so, for the wig to not fit you, it's a bit of an issue. It didn't exactly fit my friend's head either. But it stayed on him. Mm, that's true. And this is not the same friend that broke the pipe. Just to let you know. <laughs> he breaks the pipe and steals your wig. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, pipes... I guess they're uh, pretty fragile, so don't be pulling on them out of somebody else's mouth. Oh, mouth, hand. Hand. Or don't. mouth. That's, that's just weird. <laughs> don't don't go inhaling any uh, cocoa powder through your pipe. And make sure it's cocoa powder before, if you do. <laughs> and if it and if it's pipe running to my house, feel free to add cocoa powder into the hot water. <laughs> Or just give me more gas. I'm just <laughs> but that gas is natural, okay? I say the same thing. Alright, so, what's the most underrated or overrated TV show? I'll let you do go first on this one. I think I went first on the first two. 
Okay, I'll go with both underrated and overrated. So I'm going to say most overrated TV show. And this is coming from someone who never saw the show. But in my opinion was Game of Thrones. So everyone, when it was first coming out, was like so surprised that I didn't watch it. And, oh, you don't know anything if you're not watching this show. And you need to be in all these conversations. Everybody's discussing it. And now, years later, you hardly hear about it anymore. But it was like this huge hype around it. And by way of underrated TV shows, I would have to go with Bluey. I know a lot of people like Bluey, but I still think it's underrated. I think it is probably the best show on TV at this time. Even for adults. Even for 15-year-olds. There's so much to relate to. Exactly. There's so many times I'll see something with Bandit and I'll be like, yep, he is 100% a dad. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Or I'll see something going on with Chili and I'll have to show my wife that episode. I'll be like, you're totally going to relate to this. And then even the things the kids do and their imagination and stuff. I mean, even down to the annoying cousins. I think everybody has at least one, one annoying one cousin, cousin out there. And if they don't, then it's you. <laughs> <laughs> right, how about oh you? Underrated, overrated. Underrated? Well, I don't know if shows are really underrated, but... Um, overrated shows? I don't know. Like, I watch shows... I think an underrated show was um, Amphibia, because I don't think really that many people watched it. I would hear like some people talk about it, this and that, but then I'd go and talk about it to my other friends, and be like, what the heck is that show? What do you mean? It was probably a really good show. It had an ending that was like, that probably left people like, oh man, why did I watch this? But I was like, oh yes, this ending was perfect. I could never get into that show. I watched a couple episodes with you, and there's some shows that I just keep watching. Um, but it wasn't one I felt like I had to watch all the time. So I could go with the idea that, well, it probably wasn't that underrated because some people just couldn't get into it. Um, but for you, I guess you really liked it. I remember you just binging it and just waiting for the last little bit to come out, and then watching that last episode without your sister and your sister being like, why you watched it without me? Yeah. I... <laughs> yes, you did. An overrated show, though, would probably be Miraculous Ladybug. Even though I did like watching it with, like, my siblings and that, I didn't enjoy it, like, the episodes as much as I thought I was going to when we got closer to, like, the end-end. So maybe overrated, not necessarily the show itself, but the later seasons. Yes. It had the hype. Ever since, like, after season five, like, season five and after. Wait, no, wait. I think season five is the last season. Oh, well, I don't know how many seasons there are, but it was, like, halfway through. Whatever ha the halfway season was, was the, like, 
the first section was the best. Anything after that was like, okay, this is just getting the same, this is just getting old. And then they added where um, there was Monarch, basically Hawk Moth, with his super cool rings. That's what I really liked about the later season. Mm-hmm. He had the super cool rings were basically, basically, basically were the Miraculouses. So, I thought that was really cool. But other than that, it was the exact same thing, this and that. Super bad cringe. And, like, the villain, you didn't even know who the villain was anymore. Everybody was starting to die slowly, and I'm like, what in the world is this show? (laughs) I'm like, I remember when this show used to be like, oh, yeah, this villain, we were able to defeat it, this and that. But then eventually, like, they'd get more powerful, and then at one point, it just basically repeated another season. And it's like, um, okay, we're just repeating. And then had the reaccumatizing, and I'm like, thinking, oh, yeah, sure, bring the exact same people for the 20 billionth time. Mm-hmm. So it's one that started good, had hype, and then couldn't keep up with the hype Mm-mm. of the initial. Uh, it's. I think a lot of shows like that were that way. Back in my day, it was Power Rangers. I have no idea how Power Rangers stayed on for so many different reiterations for years and years afterwards. Because I was totally into it for the first season of Power Rangers. And then second season came along, and I'm like, this is the exact same thing. They're presented with a guy. They start to beat him up. All of a sudden, that guy gets the upper hand. And then they finish it off and then they win and it's it's the same outcome every single show and so after one season the second season i'm like okay i know what's going to happen after every single one and then they kept going on and on and on oh yeah they'd get cool new mechs and everything else but that doesn't change the fact that it's the same exact thing over and over again i'd love for like a season of a show where the villain wins and then it ends up with a second season where like something it shows what happened after the villain won, but then they come back to go and fight that villain. Because I would love for like the villain to win it at least once, because I don't like it being the exact same thing. Oh, hero finds villain, Vill- beats up villain like for the same amount of seasons, like Miraculous. The exact amount of, like, so many, it's the exact same villain the entire time. And it's like, oh, okay. they might He might win at one point, like, stealing the Miraculous. No. He gets that, but he's still losing. Like, and I'm like, not, yeah, losing, but winning. And it's like, um, okay, I don't know where you're going from here anymore. It's it's just weird. So that's like with, uh, with anime. Something I enjoy is there's some that are very predictable, but there's some that tend to go off from there. Where they're not afraid to kill people off. Granted, you can't do that in a show directed towards kids. But I enjoy it because sometimes I am I know exactly what's going to happen. Other times I think I know what's going to happen and then it completely changes. But there is that one thing that's pretty consistent along the lines there is if you have a villain that you're really hating, chances are down the road you're going to see a guy as part of the good people team. It's true. It almost always happens. They have this guy that they that they hate and he's too hard and everything. And then he ends up uh, joining them. And it happens 
more in those type of shows than in here. And here, like, imagine if twist of everything, Monarch then joined Ladybug and all them, and how would that go? That would go really weird. <laughs> let's let's animize it. Is that a word? Uh, animatize? Anima, animatronic? No. Uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> but yeah, killing off the characters like you said, uh, certain things. AOT, you couldn't have your favorite characters at all. AOT, by the way, Attack, Attack on, on Titan. Titan. Um, you can't have any favorite characters. You never get attached to any of them. That's a show I don't think was overrated or underrated. Yeah. I think it got hype in certain uh, certain circles, but those were the circles that were going to love it and enjoy it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Same here. It was, it was good. But it wasn't for everybody. So I wouldn't say, oh, it was completely underrated because there are people that could go into it and be like, yeah, this is totally not my type of show. Alright, so what is your favorite way to get exercise? Lifting my hand up and lifting the spoon. Just kidding. Um, what's your favorite way to get exercise, Bastion? Probably, like, at the school gym, the benching. Like, there's a little bench. Like, not a little bench, but there's the bench. Like, taking a nap on the bench? No! Doing the weights. <laughs> oh, so you're waiting on the bench. <laughs> no. No, but like the bar at the, um, at, in the bench. You drinking now? No! <laughs> the bar of the bench press, like the bench press, I think that's what it is. Yes. Um, weighs 45 pounds in itself. Mm-hmm. So you have to add at least like 2.5s at first and 5s. That was my favorite way of getting exercise. Just keep, because you can see your progress that mm-hmm. way, right? Um, some forms of exercise, you don't really see that, but you're like, wow, I'm, this is getting easier. I'm putting on more weight and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But it's good weight. Yeah, you're putting on weight on the bar, not, well, <laughs> and, and putting on weight, muscle weight. That's mm-hmm. true. I guess that's a double meaning there. <laughs> so, the... <laughs> I just like waiting on the bench. <laughs> All right. Um, my favorite way to get exercise, YouTube. No, but seriously, like I like, um, I like that we go out and dance. That's definitely a good way yeah. to get exercise because I don't look at it as exercise. I look at it as I'm learning a uh, new dance, I'm learning steps, and even though I'm sweating and nobody wants to be around me because I sweat a lot, I still don't look at it as exercise. Neither do um, I don't either. Like, I think of it as fun mm-hmm. instead of exercise. You can have exercise and fun together, but <clears throat> you can have exercise and fun together. Really? But I think of it as fun more than exercise. Like, exercise and exercisical fun. What? <laughs> exercisical fun. That's your new word. Go look it up in the dictionary. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, I, I, I mentioned YouTube, right? I actually do like going through some of the exercise videos on YouTube and trying them out. I find that it's harder to stay consistent that way. 
um, because I want to change things up a little bit. And a lot of times when I'm doing it is when there's not a lot of people at home, so it's easier for me to not push myself when I'm doing those type of exercises. Um, I enjoy them, but I don't think it's very motivating. So it's probably one of my favorite ways, but not one of the best ways. Another way I enjoy exercise is walking. I like going out and just walking and having a conversation. So if I'm walking by myself, it's sometimes have that conversation in the head. But in walking with my wife, as we start talking, sometimes miles will go by without us realizing that we had walked miles. Where when sometimes when you're walking by yourself, a mile can seem like forever. Unless you have some stuff to work through in your head, which I usually do. Um, but when you're talking, it just seems to, to fly by and you don't even realize that you're getting exercise. Yeah. Um, the funny part about that is, I think sometimes we think walking has to be deliberately, okay, we're going to walk five miles, you power walk or whatever. And when we talk about walking in the past, my daughter used to be like, oh, I don't want to go on a walk even though she was pretty active. But yet, we go to Disneyland and walk all day long, and she's not complaining at all. And so I think what you're... The way that you approach it, right? Are you looking at walking as exercise? Are you looking at it as... Um, walking in Disneyland. Walking in Disneyland. Walking to go do something fun. Or for me, it's therapeutic to just walk and unwind while talking with my wife. Um, so I guess my favorite form of exercise, probably dance, then walking, and then if I'm trying to be very specific about doing exercise, then it's got to be YouTube. Yeah. So bench press, is that the only exercise you do? No, I do, um, like, curl, like, curls and stuff like that. Your hair's not long enough. No, I mean, like... Weight curls. And, um, yeah, arm curls. Then there's a place to do, like, chin-ups and, um, pull-ups. Mm -hmm. I like doing the chin-ups because those are sort of easier when you have, like, a bar-ish thing to do that. I can imagine it's hard to do a chin-up without a bar. Oh, yeah, it'd be really hard. <laughs> well, I guess you could probably do it, like, with the rings that they have in playgrounds. So... Um, you just don't know. Maybe it's going to support you. It's just going to be like, <laughs> wick. Oh, dang it. <laughs> hey, you're going to pay for that, sir. I know. Well, how about that? So playing on a playground. That's exercise. Is that a form of exercise? But kids don't see it as exercise. So I think the best form of exercise, other than for you who likes to be at the gym, um, for those that don't like being at the gym and waiting on the bench, uh, the best form of exercise is something that you don't even realize is exercise. Playing on the playing playground. on the playground. Um, even adults play on the playground. I wish I didn't get kicked off of the playground while I go to play on there. Sir, you're too old to play here. Yeah, they don't say that to me and I'm 15. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look <laughs> that old. That's true. I don't think there's, like, an officer every single time you go there. <laughs> hey, sir, sir, um, how old are you? Um, 
I'm this old. Yeah, you're too old to go on the playground. Sorry, buddy. I'm gonna have to arrest you if you come back here again. No. I I'm 12. I just have a lot of facial hair. Yeah, sir. Um, hate to tell you, but you don't look 12. <laughs> no, but like it has the the bars that they do, like the monkey bars. Monkey bars. I mean, that's teaching arm strength. There's balance stuff there at the playground. There's running around, there's climbing, while well, I'm having like rock climbing walls, even though they're, they're small. It's teaching kids to have fun with exercise, as opposed to seeing exercise as just Walk. a task that you have to do. Yeah. All right, well, we encourage you guys, go out there and get exercise in the fun way. Even if it's just waiting on a bench. Oh my gosh. All right, so that wraps up this podcast. Remember, we are on Amazon Music, we're on Apple Podcast, and we are on Spotify. Participate in the poll and let us know any of your feedback. Um, any of the systems that you can rate us on, go ahead and leave a rating and share this podcast with your friends. All right, thank you and have a great day. Thank you.